57 p.m. Wednesday, August 16th, 2017, episode number 595 of Uh, Yeah, Dude. My name is Jonathan, and this is Seth. Hello, Seth. Hello, Jonathan. Getting up there. 595. What's 595 backwards? 59.5. Palindrome. Thank you. Class of 1991, Haverhill High School. 1991. Handle it. Um, It's all in the numbers. Chipping away at 600 here. If you look inside the numbers, crunch them, if you will, mathematically, like they do at 538. I was on Nate Silver's 538. It said, what's the best podcast? It said, crunch the numbers. So, yeah, dude. U-H-H-Y-E-A-H-D-U-D-E, America through the eyes of two American Americans. 
If you would like, and I would love it if you did, you could go to... Patreon.com. <laughs> right now, yes, but maybe even more importantly, Seth's Corner on Vimeo. Oh, I thought you were going to say sign some Dallas Cowboys <laughs> petition <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got a new Seth volume Clips, up. I saw the that final. Posted. Volume. It's the final volume. Da, 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 da. Volume 26. <laughs> Subsets Clips. It's volume 26. It's the final chapter. Is Tw it really? It's the final countdown. No. I know, but no, I, yes. <laughs> no, but yes. I mean, that's, I mean, oh, this. You just have to start again. You got to start again. But you can never capture. Those years that we that, captured in those 26 volumes. That first, that early DVR. Whew. That raw DVR. Is, I mean, over a decade in the making, like the podcast itself. So I want to just thank fucking the top homie, my number one dog, fucking Jeff. We sat down, we watched, you know, that's, that's, it must have been, it's anywhere from 25 to 30 hours of VHS tapes. And Roy, let's not forget Roy. We sat in their apartment, it's in Hollywood, and we watched them. And those got taken down to the essence, to the nectar. And volume 26 is, we're say, uh, the special UID presentation. So if you, if you would like... We say farewell. Don't, don't say farewell. Start back at, at fucking one. Go through again. Joyous experience. A very bittersweet for me watching, sitting at the desktop and watching that final, knowing that Jeff said this is the last one. I don't call me ever again. Don't <laughs> leave, leave me be, please. <laughs> Can I have my life back? Please, don't. please, please lose my phone. Number. Lose my number and address. <laughs> Forget my number. I know you know where I live. Lose it. <laughs> I don't need a Christmas card. Um, we did it. That's awesome. So uh, please, uh. Go to uh, Seth's Corner on Vimeo. There's 26 volumes there. Can you just do it through the website? I, I think so. You just watch right? it through the you website. Yeah. I just love Vimeo. I want to... Do you? Love it. We were just watching some Michael Winslow yeah, on Vimeo. Yeah, on Vimeo. <laughs> I might add. I mean, Vimeo's where it's at. Shout out to Vimeo. Shout, shout out, out to, to Michael Winslow. Shout out to Michael Winslow and Vimeo. <laughs> um, yeah, so check that out. There's 26 volumes there. It's a real time capsule... Um, of Americana. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's the only way to put it. Um, how's my like constant fear of getting West Nile? Because they're saying there's been cases here and I mm. can't stop getting bit by fucking mosquitoes in my fucking house. you your sock. Oh, really? You got to fucking watch What am that. I supposed to do? What do I do? I don't know. Don't do watch. Do I burn citronellas or what do I do? I spray myself in DEET before I go to bed? Don't watch Nat Geo's mosquito documentary. Don't watch that. I'm serious though. Like I'm on my next door app. My my people, it's like people I, talking about that man, it's talking about that Zika. There's something there. about that next door app. Are they talking Zika? Oh, they're talking everything. They're talking <laughs> used refrigerators, Zika, fucking used suspicious refrigerators. cars parked yeah. outside your house. Hoodies. I mean, literally, you know, uh anyone know where who, a good mailbox repairman like <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's just like and everything. And by the way, anyone <laughs> got Zika? The Zika be loose in the neighborhood. Um, it's a very addicting app. 
for some reason. Yeah, you want to stay informed of what's going it's on. Something in your community. about the intimacy or the the local the localization Flavor. of it because it's like everyone that you're reading about Hyper is local. within your your Purdue. circle. Oh, I know that guy. <laughs> and people are so fucking petty. And have so much time on their hands to chime in. Too much time on my hands. <laughs> but they've been talking about the West Nile on there. And Good. They're keeping I've you informed. I've been getting real bit. Yeah. So my odds are high right now. Real high. You go to the CDC website? No, I'm on Jonathan's Next Door. I'm on door, Next Door app. <laughs> over in his neighborhood, and they're talking. <laughs> um, but yeah. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, I would, uh, I would deed up. Is that what you would do? Just go to sleep and... De- Get sleeping some deet, right? I would talk to the fine people at SC Johnson, talk to Deep Woods, see if you can get the, what how they can work that into the fabric of your clothing. Have we just if we created that yet? A sort of mystery spray that you can yeah. hook up to Seems. your shirt because you don't you don't you're playing with fire with those things. Um, Deadly. I don't think you officially made uh, any um claims this summer but i mean this this bodak yellow song has got to be the jam of the summer i would have to say really i think so i wouldn't go with that but i would think that it i i I would say that even if you didn't want to you would have to agree that it probably is although late in the summer it it is is dominated it is pretty much dominating what about the airwaves sorry not sorry to me lovato I don't think so. Okay. If I've not heard it. <laughs> I'm allowed, I believe, until Labor Day. Is that what I you're... No, I think it's actually until the first NFL game. I can. I have. That's my cutoff to to declare a song of the summer. Does that song good? So it's 888-842-2357. If you'd like to um, still chime in, if you'd like to offer any support I mean, suggestions. I wouldn't say it about that Cardi B shit, but that track is... You like that track, fire. huh? It's pretty fire. Oof. It's fire. Like that video, don't you? It's a fire. I haven't seen it. Okay. I have. I don't watch videos. You don't watch videos. I don't like it to it's affect. Vivo. I You're just the experience I'm a, the, of the. I, I just go off the music, man. I don't I want that. the visual reinforcement to trick me, lull me. MTV. <laughs> Elvis Presley was born on January eighth, nineteen thirty-five. He passed away on August sixteenth. 1977, that's 40 years ago today. Yeah. Elvis Aaron Presley. Yeah. For 39 years, fans have made the pilgrimage to Memphis, Tennessee, and they've walked up the long driveway at Graceland to see his grave. And why wouldn't you? Pay respects. This year, the Elvis Presley Enterprises, Elvis Presley Entertainment, they'll be charging a fee to stop by the grave and pay your respects. It'll be $28.75 hey, to kneel down. If that's all right, I'll just stay at home and have a peanut butter banana sandwich. I'll <laughs> do that. Shoot the TV out. Fall off the toilet, if that's okay with you, for free. Call everybody colonel or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. $28. So, 40 years, been dead. 39 years, people have been going there. That's enough time, maybe. Maybe it's, a, it's like the show. We had to monetize eventually. You know, right. Maybe after a while, it's after like, all right, years, like, all right, give me 2875 and you can touch the grave, but you actually can't touch it. You can only get within four feet of it. Is that the deal? Yeah, you have to look at it from afar. And... I don't know, man. That seems like 
It's a lot of that's a lot of dough. It just out of nowhere. It should be just four bucks or something. It's two bucks, <laughs> and then two bucks next year, and two bucks the year after that. More twenty eight seventy five out of the fucking blue. How many people do you think that will deter from going? Of the amount of people that would normally go, it's not going to deter anyone, but it's going to be a bummer. It's going to feel it's gonna shitty. Bum the experience out, and you don't want to do that. But it. And it's but and that's a separate charge from going to Graceland. I think that will incorporate inc- you. You get you get to make out with Lisa Marie. Okay. You do. You, you watch a video of her and Michael Jackson, and then you get to make out with her. That's cool. For forty eight seventy five. <laughs> and you get to touch the grave. And you touch the grave. But not touch it. But not touch it. Holographically touch it. You holographically sing a duet. With Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie. <laughs> um, I guess I maybe know, they're hurting for money. Jonathan. <laughs> He's dead. It's, um, tough. it's tough. It's America. I've got uh, some show announcements. Okay. Make it, make I'm going to go with the newest show announcement first okay. because it's the most, the most exciting. Okay. Uh, we are finally... Going to get the opportunity to play a live show in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, after uh, trying to get there for a long time and figure it all out, we finally have. That's Saturday, October 14th in Phoenix, Arizona at the Crescent Ballroom. Uh, doors at 7, show at 8, 21 and over. Tickets on sale um, Monday? Is that Friday. right? Friday. Friday. Friday the 18th. Is that at 308 2nd Avenue? That is 308 North 2nd Avenue. Excuse me. Is that in Phoenix, Arizona? Yes. That's a, the Crescent Ballroom. That's where it's at. Um, very excited um, to That's be getting right to go there um, after, like I said, uh, much, uh, many attempts and uh, a lot of pressure from Phoenix people. So now you guys get to... So awesome. Do Just your part and grab a ticket and come and see us. Get those us. tickets. We're very excited. For all so your that's friends and family. Saturday, October 14th. Um, now, coming up here very quickly, Saturday, August 26th at the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco. That's Doors at 8, Show at 9. Um, tickets on sale now for that. Get your tickets I for that. So. Um, that's coming up quick here that'd be weird that's they were august not on sale 26 and a week of that'd be just crazy. like a build-up just a like camping outside maybe we should try that right. that won't work out for us uh also in brooklyn new york um we have two shows i believe the first show is sold out saturday the 16th tickets still available for sunday september 17th at the murmur ballroom uh in prospect heights uh in brooklyn uh so get your tickets for any and all of those shows. Um, more announcements. See you in San Francisco very soon. See you in San Francisco very soon. Uh, I've been been sort of summer love. starting to panic a little bit about this. I hope so. Dead tune. I've decided to cover. That's the best know. way. That's how the greats see the man with the stage. Thought it was friend. a really cute idea at first, and now Adorable. it's now it's now, it's, now it's haunting me. <laughs> haunting you like Jerry's ghost. Night. He's coming to. He's coming in the night, laughing at me. Like fucking, who's he love? Frankenstein? What's this guy? Frankenstein. He's gonna come in the night and wake you up. You nervous? <laughs> Maybe you should do drugs. That will make you non-nervous. <laughs> Get off of me, man! 
Because that's what Jerry will do. He'll go on Sleep both sides. Sleep paralysis. He comes on both sides of the shoulder. Hey, man, you've been doing great. You don't need drugs. Do drugs. And then the other Jerry says, do drugs. 1967. Do drugs. Um, that's what happens. Saturday, August 26th. Um, in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Some drivers who were stopped for traffic violations in Cheyenne last week received, quote-unquote, throwback warnings instead of real tickets. Sweet. What's that throwback? The uh, 150th anniversary celebration of tickets. (laughs) Uh, These were tickets that warned of penalties such as leave town by sunrise or must donate two bits to charity. I love it. One motorist who ran a stop sign received a warning for, quote-unquote, driving a carriage in an inconsiderate manner. Yeah. <laughs> get on out get of here. Get on out of here. Get. Except I ain't kidding. Well, wait a minute. You're taking it too far, Officer <laughs> Simmons. Yeah, get. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you at sundown, boy. No, wait a minute. I, honey, is he I don't know he's taking he, it a little too far. He, is he kidding? I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe I ain't. Find me. Try me. Um, How about some throwback? That's if you knew, if you knew that in advance, you'd go buck wild that weekend. Yeah, shoot him up. I'm gonna rob the bank. Oh, we gonna hang you, boy. Oh fuck, is Wait. it that kind of? Yeah, <laughs> you, it's full throwback, you, boy. You robbed the train. Oh, you robbed the train. <laughs> we gonna string you up in town, boy. Oh fuck, man. I thought this was all like cute. Oh no, man. Is it a wanted poster with your picture on it? Old timey. Uh, that's uh, cute in Cheyenne. They like to get cute. Yeah. Cops ain't so good at this sort of like. They love to get cute. They tried. They love to try to they get cute, it. but there's something about it that just isn't. It's super not cute. It's not cute. Don't work. It doesn't work. Oh, right? you guys shooting hoop? Like I can shoot hoop. Yeah. All like, right. No, you can't. <laughs> I can doogie. Oh, you doogie too? <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, they, they love to play cute. Teach me. Teach me how to dig you or Teach I'll tase me. you. <laughs> oh, I'll fucking tase you. I'll tase you good. No, this is, we're not in Cheyenne. It's not throwback. Hold on. Um, yeah, like, the you know, throwback cars and throwback uniforms and throwback hats. It's just yeah. like, guys, like, yeah. stop. Like, just maybe just, yeah, pulling, just work on the, like. Yeah, pulling people over and then instead of a gun, pulling on ice cream cone. Yeah, like, gotcha. uh, scared you. Yeah, Klondike. <laughs> What would you do for a Klondike? Got a fucking gun in your face? Whoa. Shit. You guys are cute. You twisted it. Yeah, huh? you twist in the fear. Yeah, you twist the fear. To protect and yeah, serve? Like no, it's now called twist the fear. To twist and fear. To twist into fear. Fuck. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, they got some, they got some work They're to trying. do. They're trying. They're doing their best. Some are. Some are. You know. Some are. I haven't seen them myself. <laughs> but So I get a phone call. I find out that on Tuesday night, July 11th, in Haverhill, Massachusetts, Corey Feldman and his angels pulled up to the Whiskey Barrel Bar, 27 Lafayette Square in Haverhill, it. Massachusetts, <laughs> for the Angelic 2, the U.S. Summer Tour. Although none of my fucking dead ass, deadbeat friends and family in any way let me know. Do you think they even knew themselves and chose not to tell you? I, I mean, Don, 
Corey Feldman pulls up in fucking Haverhill, I should know about it. I mean, Tuesday night, I guess he blows the doors off the whiskey barrel because they say, why don't you stay, play another show on Wednesday night. So July 12th, he's right back there singing the hits. But on a tour, you always come back home. Home sweet home, just like Motley Crue. They all come back to L.A. So Corey had to come back and finish these shows out at the Whiskey A Go-Go on the Sunset Strip. And the whiskey being my spiritual home away from home, as you know, I was, let's just say I was guest listed. Can I say that? <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't if I were you, but yeah, shouldn't. I sh- shouldn't. All I know is I found myself inside of the whiskey seeing the end of this, again, I'll say Angelic 2, the U.S. Summer Tour, with the Angels, with Mr. Feldman. And he put on a concert, a rock and roll concert. How long? Well, from he what didn't... he told me when he got on stage, I don't care that it's a fucking weeknight. We're going like we're playing for three hours. Like it was going into like U two territory, like Springsteen. <laughs> like, are you fucking ready? No, I'm just here to kind of assess the situation, see who's here, gauge it. How did the angels look? The angels are gorgeous, talented, beautiful women. Now, you, I'm standing outside lying? waiting because it's so late. It's like a school night, and it's like 11.30. And Was I'm there ex- opening bands and stuff? No, just him. So I'm standing on the Sunset Strip waiting for this party to start, and I see my homeless lady from Ghost Adventures who got all up in Zach Baggins' face about River Phoenix. I'm like, that's my girl from Ghost Adventures. Barefoot, coming down the street. Did you confront her about her false testimony? I asked her. I said, hey, I saw you in Ghost Adventures. You didn't see me. You saw me in Orange County. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. And I was like, was in Orange County a feature film? Is she maybe, is that what she meant? She's an actress. I did see you in that. That came out a few years ago, right? Congratulations. Is that so, with Colin Hanks? Yes. <laughs> Colin Hanks' vehicle, right? Is that what I saw you in? All right. I thought I saw you. Uh, I knew I'd seen you in something else. So you didn't get to... I dipped in, and then I watched You know I'm saying? Him. You didn't get to bring up with her how much money they paid her to... No, or how she jumped the line. <laughs> how I could train her in her acting to be a little bit better. Maybe you would work some more. A laser show started. A video montage of the history of Mr. Feldman's life. Okay. They were showing clips from the Today Show, but then also giving testimonies from Pink... And Kesha and Katy Perry so he, about how great they how thought it great was. that this performance was. Um, any photograph ever taken with any celebrity was shown on a screen. The angels were waiting for him. He came down. Down the stairs. Oh, okay, he, I thought you meant like maybe descended from the ceiling. Descended. Was he wearing like a hood? He was wearing a. Can I say a Michael Jackson like outfit? Don't say that because he gets mad about that. I My think. bad. I, don't. I think you know similar. Similar because they not. Because he was mimicking him, they, they came, came up, up at the same they time. They came up together. The shoes they and came hat, up dancing together. They came up dancing and or performing and or molesting together. The shoes and hat had a like a flashing circular LED LED experience, EDM experience, EDM like experience, and we went right into Ascension Millennium, my jam. Which was that? Is that the song? That's the song, Ascension Millennium. That's, That's the, the today. Day. He went right in, Ascension Millennium, and the crowd was into it. I was very scared, somewhat skeptical, you could imagine. 
and songs kept playing, outfits kept changing. Um, and that's what happened. How long did you make it? Did you make it the whole set? Didn't make it the whole time. Interesting. Didn't make it How the whole time. How many songs do you think you made it through? I made it through a handful of songs because I saw that. Let's just say I saw the set list. I had some. I have some ins at the whiskey, as you know. So you saw how many more you had to go. I didn't make it to Billy Jean, and that's really what I was holding out for. You were trying my best. You just couldn't. I couldn't. It was so late. It was so late, and there was so much singing, and quote unquote dancing. A lot of dancing. So much dancing. So many moves that were similar to Michael Jackson. Similar, I say again. <laughs> yeah. From the same school of Let's just dance. say, uh, cut, yes. Cut from the same... Cut from the same cloth of dance. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. That was rough. How did you feel? Felt awful. Did you? Felt awful when I how got there. How many people were there to laugh at him, and how many people were there to celebrate him? I think everybody but me was there to celebrate him. Bullshit. Jonathan, the tickets are $20 a piece. People were like there and they bought the tickets and some were singing the lyrics and people were dancing and cheering. But people do that at like the Dan band too, right? But they like the Dan they band. They love it. Right. They love him. They love he they love his his, his whole thing. His whole thing. I tried to assess and gauge what the fuck how is going on How much music is actually coming from the angels themselves and how much of it is like the angels laptop are absolutely based. accomplished. Berkeley trained musicians. No, not a chance. Because each one of them was given a solo time to shine. Mm -hmm. And they sh shown they did. Ascension Millennium. Was there merch? Oh, there was merch. There was a, I believe you, there was a, you know the Michael Jackson bad image? Are you familiar with that image? Let's just say there was one that was of Mr. Feldman. Similar again, I say. Not a knockoff or ripoff. The whiskey can twist you out. It can take you up and can take you down. It can spin you all I around. hate that place. I've never liked it. I've always found it to be a uh, kind of claustrophobic, kind of weird club to me. You know. I mean, Never played there, actually. Played no. at the Roxy. Played Home away from home. Played at Billboard Live. <laughs> you played at the Key Club, <laughs> Billboard Live. One Oak. I played in One Oak. Um, yeah. So that happened. I... Probably shouldn't have mentioned that. Probably shouldn't have gone in the first place. What are you shy? Why shouldn't you have mentioned Had it? Had to do it. A little embarrassing. Why? Um, you had to see it to really believe it, to understand it. But I mean, it. we've seen it. I mean, it's, it's, it, I mean, you knew that you were walking into a, a brutal train wreck, right? I mean, yeah. I, but but did you feel bad actually being there? I didn't feel bad. It's just weird because watching it, on the computer is one thing. Being immersed in it, it's a very different visceral emotional experience. Right. Because what's happening up there, they're, they believe there is a true, yeah. there is an artistic expression that's happening and it's being 100% believed and then reciprocated back. And as in any live performance, it's happening for real. And to witness it, it's, it's a lot to handle psychologically, physiologically. 
biologically. Yeah. He's dead serious. Right. Yeah. And that's that's insane to see in real in life. Real life. Right. That conviction. Does that make sense? Yeah. That like he is dead fucking serious. And watching it on TV or the internet is one thing, but being there is entirely different. It really shakes you to your core. It's a, it's um, it really, it really fucking threw me for a loop. It, I questioned basically everything about my life, where I've been, where I am, and where I'm going. It, it's it was that intense. So it, it was it's a, a success. It was for one him. of the most intense. It's what he intend- live performances. It's what he, intends. he intended to rock my world. And yes, Mr. Yeah, Feldman, you did. You shook its very foundation. You shook me to my very fucking core. Yeah. It was as intense a live experience as I've ever had of what it did to me emotionally. And there's, yeah. And now I can't stop listening to Ascension Millennium. I wake up to it. I go to bed to it. My ringtone. <laughs> My ringtone. Um, Shamrock Social Club. Okay. A very well-known... Walked past it on my way to the whiskey. Yeah, I'm sure. I uh, said, look, now that is a fucking tattoo parlor. A long-standing, very well-known... Um, I call it a parlor? Is that tattoo a Tattoo parlor on uh, 9026 West Sunset Boulevard. Um, owned and uh, manned by um, a very, very well-known um, legend... Uh, tattoo artist named Mark Mahoney. You want to watch something great about Mark Mahoney? Something on Vimeo. Th- There's a little mini doc. Episode 595. Brought to you by Vimeo. By Vimeo. Vimeo. Um, on Tuesday, August 15th, uh, the LA Chargers, I'm not sure what... We're still working in. not that. sure who that is. Still, but still looking into that. Here it's some sort of a sports... uh, Still looking into that. So the LA Chargers paid for anybody to get a LA Chargers tattoo that wanted one. They would... They comped them. Free tattoo. Free tattoo for this team that won't exist in three years. We're not sure of the name. Uh, There was three different designs to choose from. Free tattoo. A free tattoo from a very respected shop. Um, and uh, free. This was from this la- this 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 promotion lasted from one p.m. to one a.m. on August the fifteenth. Lined down the street. Is that true? People lined up down the street. I mean, I'm, that's probably true, right? I saw a bunch of. I saw a family on Sunday. Uh, you know, spanning about three generations of a family, all head to toe in, I believe, what would be called L.A. Chargers. We're still waiting on the gear. <laughs> Ask them, guys. What's your team? This called? thing that you're doing, this costume. What is it? Tell me more about this costume you're wearing. Um, is that a good? That's probably that's probably a little desperate, maybe a little thirsty. I would say you might be in trouble. I think that they maybe are a little bit because I think it's all been uh, it's it it hasn't made nearly the amount of headline that the Raiders and the Rams and all of that happening and the stadium and everything all was so huge and then like you mentioned like the LA Chargers we like, last week and I was what? like what are you talking about like did that happen so somehow 
their PR people or something. They didn't do a good job job of making it clear. And I think after LA has no football team forever, then we finally get one. And then they're like, now you get another one. People are like, well, calm down. Do I get a free tattoo with it? Of course you do. It's up on Shamrock. I think one day to get it. Tattoos should be an organic process. So are these people what they were praying? Because, all right, you can't just be like, I had never had a team before, but now that the Chargers are coming to L.A., I've decided I'm an L.A. Chargers. It must be. They're thinking for kids. Is the kids Chargers, get free tattoos? Is it L.A.? Is it Chargers fans that live in L.A. that finally now get to be like, I don't have to get like ridiculed in my own city because I've always loved the Chargers. It's for children under 14 that haven't had a team. And kids can get tattoos, I think, under 14. I don't think that's they true. They can. For this thing, the city it's so long as it's is a, a sports special team. stipulation. For Eric sports. Garcetti, Mary Garcetti said, four to 14-year-olds can get tattoos without parents' permission, if as long as it's one of these three charges tattoos, because you want to build up the, the, you know, the city. I don't know oh. who got that tattoo. Was it people that have like, I've always been a Chargers fan. And hey, look at and this. And now... I'm an L.A. Chargers fan. I always fan. wanted an L.A. Chargers tattoo. But I couldn't do it because, because it they were didn't never make the L.A. Sense. Chargers. But now they are. So I'm getting it. And a free tattoo, please. Free tattoo. Do they change the logo? I don't understand. No, I still, still see lo- lightning bolts. Yeah. they got. Which like, also doesn't make sense in either city. San Diego. That's not, neither of us lightning. are known for our There's lightning. no lightning here, huh? <laughs> Fuck. I mean, what are they going to do? Where were they before like San Diego? Juice? They weren't, right? They were like a, weren't they a? No, they've been San Diego forever. For they were, they began as San yeah. Diego. Well, they, they began as the, as the, I think, did I think they played a year in LA as the Chargers and then went to San Diego, if I'm not mistaken, forever. I mean, what are you going to be? You can't be a cold pressed juice. I mean, for the Chargers, that's it. Come on, that's it. The LA traffic. And it's just a, the yeah. logo. It's just people like sitting, sweating. It's a still from falling down. It's like Michael Douglas getting out Standing of his car. On a roof. <laughs> Shit. I don't know, man. I don't know either. I know that there is a solar eclipse. And so for the last time, I know that the American Optometric Association said it could take as little as one second to burn your retina. That's not true. When looking directly at the sun. Jonathan, the American Optometric Association said it could take one second. That's bullshit. Okay. You know about these uh, shadow snakes? You heard about Sh- uh, What is that? Is that an animal or a drug? It's neither. The LA shadow snakes. <laughs> That's the new fucking football team. I love them. I got that the tattoo. Indoor football team. Indoor. Great team. Um, shadow snakes are something that people will, I guess have an opportunity to see we won't because we won't be within the it's they saying it's in LA it's going to be up to 65% uh 65% eclipse here. Okay, we're not but getting we're not getting the full 100% like total eclipse. But we of get the shadow heart. snakes? We don't get shadow snakes here. But in the in the actual 100% eclipse path that the aftermath I guess of the of the eclipse there's this phenomena that occurs where it will look as though there are oh. black squiggly snakes on the ground, and they're like shadows, Coming but they look like, like snakes. And I guess it's something to do with the after effects of uh, the way that um, essentially 
that the moon passing through bends sunlight I in like a way this. that when the sunlight reaches the earth, it reaches it in this circuitous sort of squiggly way. And so when it hits, we're, we're seeing light basically we're like standing amongst wiggle. the shadow snakes for how long? Days? Months. Days, months, maybe years. For some, forever. For many years. You'll never not see them after. You it, can't, once it you happens, can't unsee them. If you leave the house, you're shadow snaked forever. I like that. So uh, my brother's going to he's drive up to, and he he's leaving now earlier than he anticipated because what he has been hearing about is that there is going to be gridlock at oh, yeah. in some of these places where people are converging totally. in like some of the, like the high points. Dog. Fuck that. Now, I went on to get us fucking glasses. I went to the, the American... The bullshit ones? No, real ones at American Paper Optics. NASA said, for Eclipse glasses, we recommend that people use American Paper Optics. So if NASA says it, I want to get us NASA approved. So I went. They're in Bartlett, Tennessee. I went on to get us our glasses. They cut the order down... It, it was even worse before I got on the website. The the lowest amount you can buy is twenty five at four bucks a pop for a hundred bucks. That's the the they the, the order was fifty. They cut it down to okay, we let you get twenty five. I guess for fucking classrooms or something like you have twenty four other fucking friends you're gonna watch the eclipse with. But I guess at four bucks a pop, shit. I should have bought them and then sold them for twenty. Uh -huh. Yeah. The day of? The day of, that morning. Just walked around. Can you not People make like, your I'd love own? to see that eclipse and be like... They're not like oh, a DIY? Your, yeah, go online and learn how to make your... That, that, that would be great for the retina. I know the American Optometric Association said, four glasses, find a site online and make them at find home. Find a life hack. Life hacker and make them your own. Life hacker. Well, my website was www.lyfe. Is that... Was I in the right... I was on a knockoff site. My eye hurts. Yeah. I've been staring at the sun for 20 minutes. Sun. So yeah, I didn't get them. So now what do I do fucking now? You stay inside. Exactly. Watch it. On, I have like a bunch of shows recorded on the DVR that are going to show it for me. And I'll see it. I won't need the glasses if I watch it on TV, will I? In this television, no. With an 80-inch television or more, Anything? NASA recommends if it, with Look, 4K, any 4K, Ultra. you have to have American Paper Optics glasses. How's your money grab? You're making like 500000 a day. You guys make any money with your stupid glasses? for your this paper glasses? This fake thing? Your trash glasses? This fake thing? Is this real? I think it's fake. It's probably fake. Yeah. Crisis, huge crisis dupe. actors. Crisis moon. Oh, I've seen that moon before. <laughs> I'm going to tweet at the sun. Fake sun. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> oh, shit. Shit, man. It's soon, though. It's like a few days away. It's huh? happening. We don't have the glasses, though. I'm not spending $100 so me and you could fucking see this. I should have got the glasses and sold them for 20 bucks a pop. Yeah. Made a killing. Yeah. It's like back to my fucking, my entrepreneurial days, back at the fucking Haverhill High School girls fucking basketball championship when oh, I bought that box of cigars, 50 cigars for three bucks, sold them for a buck a piece. Oh, thank you. A $47 in my pocket. Oh, thank you. Who did you sell those to? Everybody on the school bus. We had Miners. to take the bus to like... Well, come on! It's his red hour back. Same birthday. We so wait, hold on a second. You you illegally purchased tobacco product because you were like, not of oh, age, like and then you pharmacy. illegally sold them 
at at inflated prices to underage children. I did. Entrepreneurial spirit, Yankee ingenuity. How's the fucking box of cigars you got at the local drugstore for three bucks for fifty? How did you get those? How old were you? I don't. I was a sixteen. I wasn't even oh, a I, senior. I, I don't know how I got. I the, guess. I mean, I could buy smokes from back then. I could get a box smokes of cigars. At it's the girls. Fucking girls about to win the state championship. Taking the bus into the Worcester Centrum. I'll sell these fucking things. And I did. And we won. And we smoked them. And I got fucking paid. And that's the last time I ever came up with a fucking good idea in my life. Did you smoke it? Fuck yeah. We won the championship. Did you inhale it? Thir- no. 30 years later, never come up with a good idea until this one, but too cheap to spend $100 to make 500 Yeah. Or however much I would have sold them for. All these glasses, and we're gonna burn your retina. I would have printed out the thing from the American Optometric Association, yeah, stood outside 7 <laughs> Eleven, showed it to everybody, and then sold them for 20 bucks a pop. Fuck. Yeah. You fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> <sighs> Again. Again. Sunday, August 20th through Saturday, August 26th is National Chef's Appreciation Week. Love you, Chef. It's from South Park, the chef from South. It's, I think, yeah, it's, um, it's from the trap. It was like my, I had a chef oh, who was like, in the kitchen. Got it. Like Raekwon. Raekwon. Raekwon Appreciation Week. Raekwon Appreciation Week. Thank you, Raekwon. <laughs> Raekwon. Thank you for your product. Thank you for your fine product, Raekwon. It's Appreciation Week for you. Did um, you know? Were you aware that... Solar Eclipse Week is also... Is also Raquan Appreciation Week. <laughs> um, chef Appreciation Week. Are we supposed to fucking go in the back and like... like excuse me, uh, compliments oh, and... yes. Thanks. That fucking uh, butternut squash ravioli, I would have said it was Bogota, <laughs> but because it's your week, uh, brava, uh, kudos uh, to the cook and our chef. It's just fucking food. Jesus. No other thing. Uh, DJs and chefs. Let's keep an eye on both of them. Right? Yeah, they're, they're coming up. They're coming up, and they need to be watched. What world do we live in that we've elevated these people to billboards? I mean... It, you pick records and drop them on something and press a button. You sit in a fucking hot place with a bunch of everyone's on cocaine, and you whip something onto a plate. Big fucking whoop. Oh, I'm the greatest chef and or DJ. I'm Both. a chef DJ. <laughs> there is a few of those. Fuck. Yeah. It's a very luxurious life. Oh, it's good living. <laughs> I'm the greatest chef. Really? Like, no, you're not. Like, my mom is. And, like, his mom and her father and this guy's grandfather and her boyfriend. Everyone's the best. <laughs> I'm the grill master. Okay, chef appreciation. Sorry, Dad, you're on the grill. I got to respect you on the grill. Everyone knows how to fucking cook. I could probably whip something up. I mean... You know what I used to whip up back in my day? My signature dish. I don't know if I ever told you this. When was was this? When you were living in Hollywood? Living in Hollywood. Fending for yourself. Some people think that this is not a good dish, a delicacy. Meaning that they don't like the the taste of of it. The taste of it was heaven sent. Refried black beans in a saucepan, cooked up. I think you've told me this. And then a piece of salmon. And then drop the salmon into the refried beans and stir it up. And there you have it. What did you call that? Heaven. 
Thank you, Spago, Wolfgang Pup. Pup? Pup. Pup. <laughs> How's your dish of refried beans and salmon? Lived off of it. Um, Delicacy. I wouldn't. Some people think it doesn't taste good, but just like you said fucking honey on tuna and I thought about it, think about this. Think about that salmon stank put right up in that refried bean saucepan. Something mm. about, was it a kill the salmon stank a little bit? Does it kill the fishiness of it? it? You know what they do. Together they... They complement. They, uh, they, alk- they, alk- they alchemize, <laughs> which is alchemy and oxidization. You might know that if you were a chef, if you appreciated me. They alkidize. <laughs> and then it just creates a new fragrant pungent, really pungent. Let's just say. Yeah. Pungent. Yeah. Uh, where are you buying the salmon pungent. from? Pungent. <laughs> right there in fucking Mayfair? pavilions. Oh, chef, man, you fucking killed it. The way you boiled the water and dropped the boxed pasta in and then opened up that jar of Paul Newman's and poured it on and then charged me $23 for it. You killed it, chef. (laughs) Chef, you're the greatest person in the world. Meet my brother. He's a DJ. He's the second greatest person in the world. What you guys do. What you guys do is so fucking unique and, and special it, and awesome and amazing and can't be done by anybody. You're amazing. Um, You're amazing. <laughs> the way you take food and then heat it up and put it on a fucking plate, man. You're fucking amazing. You're fucking amazing. You're amazing. The way you take music that other people make and then you press a button and play it, you should be on a billboard at Hakkasan. You're a fucking genius. Yeah. You're a fucking (laughs) genius. The way you go to that building that sells food and you buy it from them and then heat it up, oh, you're killing it. The way you go to the store that has the fucking records of the other people that made the music and you buy it and then you play it. Oh, the way you play it moves me. Yeah. And the way you cook it sustains me, chef. That's the other thing. Sustains me, chef. I couldn't live without either one of you. I'd die without either one of you. If the chefs and the DJs died, we'd all be dead. No, we wouldn't. We'd live. We'd yeah. live stronger and better than ever. <laughs> if every chef and every DJ in the world died tonight, you wouldn't know the difference. You literally wouldn't. Oh, uh, well. I'm a chef. You're a fucking loser. <laughs> you do your stupid show in your house. I cook food. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a chef. They really get it with the D- with the chefs. It's really hardcore because it's it's that it's that at at its core it's food and Just so food. food is so essential that they it's elevated because it's like oh you've made art but with a necessity yeah, without kinda, me without me you die yeah no 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 you wouldn't know what no, to no, no. Do. without you I'd be fine without what you're giving me yes I do need food to live yeah and we do need music but I don't to live. need you to give it to me no I don't I literally can get it on my own straight up swear to you <laughs> I'll make fucking salmon you ever have my salmon and refried beans you ever had that. Where do you get refried black beans? Just get them in a can. No, just like Rosaritos? Yeah. Rosaritos? Heat it right up in the saucepan, drop that salmon in. Alkadize. <laughs> That's alchemy and oxidization. Learn about it, chefs. USA Today snapshots. But Ten- wait, let me get this straight. On your zip drive, 
You plug into a computer. Don't say zip drive. Is that a thing? Is that a thing? No. Don't they do that? No. I thought that's what they do. They the plug flash in. drive. On your flash drive, you plug it into your, what are you? CDJ. Ableton, is that a thing? <laughs> into yeah. your Ableton. And then music comes out of speakers. Those are still things, right? Yeah, I can get away with that. And then the crowd goes, goes no. fucking bananas. Because you're a DJ. Yeah. It's National DJ Appreciation Week. DJ Qualls and Raquan Appreciation Week. Couldn't do it without you, DJ Qualls. Couldn't do it without you. Oh, boy. Uh, Tech-savvy students, USA Today snapshots. That's one in four kindergarten through 12th grade teachers have felt intimidated by students' knowledge and use of tech devices. Totally. I guess. Oh, yeah. These kids code now. Well, yeah, and they can, like, hack your phone because, oh, like, they... you're a dumb adult and, like, you don't have, like, your firewalls up and Yeah, shit. you leave your phone and go and to the bathroom. It's just like I got tit pics of the fucking English oh, teacher. Oh, I got her. She, my God, she's fucking blowing this dude. It's my husband, kid. Yeah, I am blowing this fucking dude. My husband. That's Mr. Johnson. Fucking asshole. It's Mr. Johnson's Johnson. That's Mr. Johnson's Johnson to you. Do you still do detention? Or we don't? We can't. Ah. Oh, we can't do detention anymore. Yeah. We used to be able to hit you. Well, now you can't even hold me after rights, school. Human rights issue. <laughs> it's a human rights issue. We can't hold you after school. Um, yeah, you're right. Those kids, they're, they're coding. They're doing all sorts of things that you're unaware of. You don't know. You don't remember? I remember we used to talk about like that. It was like that ringtone. When that only kids could hear. Oh yeah, the pitch. It's yeah. <laughs> and it was like I remember that feels like that was like it was like little Nokia phones that had that, and like kids would do it, and p- adults couldn't hear it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is like it's getting away from us, and quickly, that, and it sure has. Because it, as also as we're getting older, the tech was exponentially getting better. Yes. So it's really, they could be talking to us like. You could be in a Starbucks. They could be talking about you. They might you have, have different no languages. Idea. Absolutely. You could be looking right at you and talking to you, but using code. Totally. And laughing at yeah, you. Yeah, like pyro language. Yeah, you think that you're like, oh, I had a great conversation with these tweens, man. <laughs> and Seems were... like we were all rocking out. <laughs> and then you turn your back and they're like, fucking loser. <laughs> and they got dick pics. Somehow. And they hacked your dick pics. And I've never taken a dick pic, and yet they still have them. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Taking them from inside your pants yeah. pockets. Like, <laughs> yeah. my phone just I was... Just, your phone got inside my underwear? Yeah, old man. It's called 2018. So stupid. You stupid dick. <laughs> I think I had a great conversation with those tweens. Why are they all laughing at me now from across the street? What are they looking at on the phone and pointing? Uh, Snapchatting me. They Snapchat that fucking dick. <laughs> Shit. But I never took a dick pic. I don't have a phone. Yeah, they got it. I thought we were getting along. <laughs> yeah, they put a camera in your... Uh, but I don't have a smart... Oh, they have no devices in my house. They hacked your shower head, dog. They broke into your apartment, and they they put in a new shower head that's actually a camera, a live periscope. It's the new shower head by periscope. Everybody's been kind of watching you just like sing in the shower. <sighs> Maybe this will be my summer song, and then just watch him. Sorry. Not Sorry. Oh man It's tough man It's hard It's hard (laughs) It is 
Uh, Dear Amy. Yes. My family has spent a week at a beach house every summer. My brother, my sister, and I, along with our families, have converged upon this house every year for a sort of family reunion vacation. Sort of August, end of the summer, back to school. My siblings and I, we buy the groceries, we make meals, we clean and fix whatever we can as a kind of payment for staying there. Last summer, my parents offered to sell the house to one of us. And my sister was able to buy it. She lives only about an hour away, whereas my brother and I are only able to visit during this one trip we take in the summer. I felt a sense of relief that this place that holds these decades of memories would stay in the family. As we made plans for the summer, I asked my sister what we could bring. She gave me a list of groceries and supplies, but then added that things would be, quote, a little different this year, as my brother and I would be expected to pay for our stay. She's charging about half of what a hotel in the area would cost, but I can't afford to stay there for more than two or three nights. To be charged to stay there upsets me, in part because it makes me feel like a guest rather than a family member, and in part because of this huge financial strain. How do I express this to my sister? <sighs> Game done. Change, summer 2017. Decades of memories. Shattered. Shattered! What a bitch. What a fucking bitch. Are you fucking serious? You gotta burn the fucking house down. That's your only. That's the only thing you can do. Yeah, burn it down. Sabotage. Sa- burn it down. No one gets to you. Oh, you want to charge me for it? Check this game. I um. I mean, they buy the groceries. They cook. It's been a family thing for decades. The parents still go. I don't understand. She just totally just. She's just. Yeah, that's. It's, it's not, insane. It's not cool. Who is his sister? Who the fuck? She's is she jelly? Is that it? Maybe she's always been jelly of the sister and the brother for some reason. Why she lives so close? They moved away. She lives right there. She's been eyeballing this fucking place every goddamn year. Someday I'll have this. Uh, and then I'll show them. Well, that's a wrap on family time there. That's it. Just be like, I'm not coming. There's good. We're Bye. done. You've ruined it. You, you know, you know how every Labor Day. You, I mean, you're probably congratulations on getting. Oh, it's great! You have this awesome house. But you've ruined. Oh, but by the way, no more. Never see your nieces and nephews again. That's what I would do. You have to. She's ruined it because you can't come back from that. You can't even. There's no lobster. Can't take that fucking, back off the table either. You can't once, be. Like, I tried to charge you. And then you made me feel so bad that now I'm not charging you because you still, now it's like, well, now I'm here, you're here, you're doing this begrudgingly, it's over. You've ruined it. Family's been shattered. Yeah. So I guess you would write to her, your family's over. Congratulations. Congratulations. You ended your family. (laughs) Well, to her, it sounds like a bummer, but there's only, your family's over. Maybe that's the the idea is to just smoke them out. That's it. You have your own family. That's all you care about now. That's all you should care about you right now. You don't care about your siblings anymore. Your sister, well, your brother you still love. Your sister's dead to you. Let her know. No, I'm f- saying the one that bought it. The, oh. That she's just saying, fuck everybody else. I've got my, like. I, I got this dope spot. You, you want to pay me? You can come and stay and have your little fucking week. But outside of that, fuck hey, off. You know what? You know what? I'm not half price, full price for a. 
I was going to charge you what a hotel is. It's 50%? <laughs> Let's make it 75% then. How does that sound? It's fucked up. Yep. That's when you get the lighters out. Wiring problem. Oh, God. Old wiring. Old wires in this old house. Oops. Get the photo albums. Get the get the base the little league trophies. Get the trophies. The traveler's checks. There's a guy in Vernal, Utah, former Utah Highway Patrol trooper. I say former because uh, there was a wildfire that started, but once the authorities looked into it, the GPS data oh. linked Rex R- Richard Olson's patrol car. Basically, the GPS has him at the scene when the fire starts from when the uh, bystanders and eyewitnesses, they kind of gauged when the fire started. GPS puts his patrol car right there. He says, oh, I got called to the scene after. I didn't. So they sort of tracked his uh, steps. Gas station surveillance near the fire shows him buying um, cigarettes. Well, you don't smoke. Oh, the cigarettes were used as a delayed ignition device. Ooh. Yeah. He said, quote, started that wildfire. He wanted to. one way to do it it's just he wanted so badly to see that blaze he just it's like when killers just want to kill i want to feel the kill he wanted to feel the excitement of starting that wildfire it raged and the wildfire that raged within him he had to express out into the real world um for years jonathan he used to light leaves on the back porch. Oh, no, that was me and my cousin. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Do you think he was? his attempt was to... Well, no, he's not a firefighter, no, right? He so he couldn't wanted. fix it. He, he couldn't, couldn't, he couldn't be the hero. Do. Couldn't hero? Couldn't set it like yeah. those guys, those, you know... I'm a hero! Yeah. Or like, I need a job. Yeah, volunteer firefighter guys. You oh, know. I... Uh, well, how do I work? I well, fight fires. There's no fires? Aha! Hold on. I got a light bulb here. By light bulb, I mean match. By match, I mean fire. By fire, I mean work. <laughs> Hope no one dies or does. Who cares? Need money. He just wanted to sit across How the street. How do I know when a bite's turned into West Nile bite? Um, what does it do to me? What's the, how does it start? It probably starts with some slurred speech. Have you had any sort of disorientation? I mean... A little. Just enough to notice. Maybe you're ordering your coffee. Can I have a vent? Excuse me, venti? It's just <laughs> that subtle. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan. Well, I'm sorry, Jonathan. That was a venti, not a Jonathan. venti. <laughs> I'm I'm tired. <laughs> You, then you attribute it to being tired. That's why you're getting coffee. It's really the West Nile working its way through your bloodstream. Got it. Uh, is it itchy? Oh, yeah. That's not good. Any swelling? Mm-hmm. Okay. Lots. Lots. Uh, have you been on the Nextdoor app for your neighborhood? Have you, <laughs> have you consulted any neighborhood doctors? Uh, let's just see here. Yeah, that might be... Um, Fever? Headache? Body ache. Definitely have a headache. Definitely have a body ache. Skin rash. Swollen lymph nodes. I mean, localized skin rash. I can see it. Stiff neck. Right. Sleepiness. Disorientation, coma, tremors, convulsions, paralysis. I mean, if you've got paralysis, you know you've got something. Paralysis comes, I think, like a day after the itch. So probably tomorrow. Okay. So I'll get these up. Get these shows to Nick probably tonight if you could do that. Um, Never heard 595. Yeah, Jonathan's dead. You didn't, you didn't hear? You got West Nile. 
His whole neighborhood. They quarantined his neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. If you check the screens in your home, is there where are the where are the mosquitoes coming in? I don't that uh, that well because I've got a yeah I don't know I'm not sure okay I guess through I'm gonna get you some 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 screen duct tape I keep a lot of still water around the house a lot of just sitting you know (laughs) sitting water my pet pigeons me and Mike Tyson (laughs) um first human case this year was found in Northern California yeah so that's a little ways away there might be one in Texas too just happened. It's okay. Oh boy, it's okay. It's okay. Just monitor it. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything about Don't it. Don't do anything about <laughs> it, but look up online and then um, watch Mosquito on Nat Geo, please. Um. Now, Seth gave me a little printout on an abstract that was done that was uh, piqued my interest. Um. Enzymatic synthesis of psilocybin. Uh, psilocybin is the psychotropic tryptamine-derived natural product of psilocybe carpophores, the so-called quote-unquote magic mushrooms. Although its structure has been known for 60 years, the enzymatic basis of its biosynthesis has whoa, remained whoa. obscure. We characterized four psilocybin biosynthesis enzymes. These include one, PSID, which represents a new class of fungal I-tryptophan decarboxylysis. I'm following you. Zalases. Uh, PSIK, that catalyzes the phosphotransfer step. Three, the methyl transfer. PSIM catalyze, catalyzing iterative. Just an abstract. Uh, and uh, methyl transfer as terminal biosynthetic step. And four, I don't, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, PSIH, a monooxygenase uh, in a combined PSID, PSIK, PSIM reaction, psilocybin was synthesized. Whoa, on that I understand. Enzymatically, in a step economic route from 4-hydroxy-I-tryptophan, given the renewed pharmaceutical interest in psilocybin, our results may lay the foundation for its biotechnological production. Finally. That'd be the shit. Synthetic mushrooms? That'd be the shit. Those would work so good. So strong. They'd be the best mushrooms you had. So strong. Clean. Not make you sick and throw up, probably. <sighs> Not stank like a mushroom. Not have to be like Not so have to hard. Chew that to, down. Like, oh God, they're so rough sometimes. Oh, so worth it, yet so rough. It's a real tough chew. What about a little fucking, just a little dropper in your apple juice? Something about the thing about mushrooms, which is a trip, is that they're so vile when you first eat them, but then once you're on them, they become much easier to eat for some reason. You mean continue eating? Yeah, like the taste of them doesn't, once you're in it, it doesn't feel as vile of a taste. Of course not. As when you're not on them. You're completely sober, you're taking that first bite. When you dig your hand in that Ziploc bag and all the possibilities and wonder of the universe are right there. I puke almost irregardless on mushrooms. It's like, that's how I know I'm coming on. 
Not not anymore. If I vomit. Not with this abstract. Yeah, I bet you that's going to help with that. Oh, they can get flavors. Uh, the puke though, you usually the puke is a good a good thing. That's a that's a You want to clean yeah, you want to clean out some of the toxins. Already. Well, also once the yeah, once the fungus is working, there's no need to have that yeah. shit in your stomach anymore. You get make it. Make room for the fungus. Get it out. Or more fungus. Or maybe more fungus or just but How about just a mango flavored pharmaceutical? Pill. I'd much rather prefer that. I love the mango, but if you have the strawberry, it's fantastic. That's um I hope they do that. Oh, they're doing it. It's an abstract. I mean, <laughs> right there. Doesn't that tell you? I really hope they get that going. Can you guys get on that? Is that something you guys could get on? Wish you had gotten that going about fucking 15 about years three ago. Three months ago. <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> really Which fucked Coachella me. last year would yeah. have been perfect. Damn it. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, dude. Yes. America, through the eyes of two abstract American Americans... This is our comedy podcast. Oh, yeah, dude. Thank you for joining us. Please come back for our next episode, which would be 596. And if you, if you can, get these tickets to San Francisco, Saturday night, August 26th, Great American Music Hall, or Saturday, September 16th, Sunday, September 17th, in Brooklyn, 17 Eastern Parkway at the Murmur Ballroom, which I believe is a synagogue. I think the event space itself was a synagogue. Was a synagogue. And a show that we just uh, got, and tickets will go on sale at 10 a.m. on Friday, August 18th. That's tickets to a show in Phoenix, Arizona, at the Crescent Ballroom, which everybody that calls a voicemail from tells Phoenix us, says yeah. the Crescent Ballroom's dope spot. So that's thank you to the Crescent Ballroom for letting us come see the dopeness firsthand. And for fucking Phoenix, because that's so cool. I've never been to Arizona. Yeah. I want to get hot. I've been there, um, real. but we've been wanting to do a show there for quite I some time. I want to go to Tempe. I want to go to Glendale. I want to be a part you of can. it. You can. It's all right there, man. I want to be a part of it. Went to my first Dead show in Tempe. All comes back. Speaking of mushrooms. Speaking of nervous for next Saturday night. Whole fucking audience staring at you. next Saturday? With a guitar in your hand. Is that next Saturday? Next weekend with a guitar in your hand, the whole world staring at you. Stop. Fuck. My vocal ticks. I'm born for this. I was born to perform Mr. Garcia's works. Uh, Patreon. Um, Patreon, you can uh, pledge uh, to us to keep the show ad-free. And the live shows are on Patreon. So the show we did in D.C., you can hear on Patreon. This San Francisco show. Who doesn't want to pledge to Patreon and hear the melodic voice of Jonathan Preston Larroquette, the vibrato of a 40-year-old man who's coming, whose voice is coming into its own. You sounded like a child in your 20s. You sounded like a woman in your 30s. You sound like a fucking straight-up man in your 40s. Your voice, and now that it's reached its this, Full this maturity. Is a perfect maturity this decade, it will, it will be as if the angels had come. The spirit of 1967 and the summer of love 50 years later will be in this building at the Great American Music Hall. I'm going to be fucking bawling. Bring your tissues if you're coming to the show. Um, Put a fucking flower in your hair and bring your tissues because the man is going to sing. Also, uh, going up on uh, Patreon will also be the episode archives, uh, which Nick has been tirelessly uh, building out. Uh, it's a whole lot of shows. It's a lot of shows and more to come as we have to make start making room on our uh, RSS iTunes type feed for new shows that are coming. 
um, we will be archiving even more. Uh, Dog, so that's almost 600 fucking shows. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for those first few hundred and stuff, you'll be able to access those through uh, or with your Patreon uh, login information. Um, our goal at the moment, like I said, is to have them uh, be accessible through our website so that you don't have to go to Patreon per se to listen to the episodes. They will be available through our website, but with your pledge, your pledger information, I guess, or whatever your, your patron information. Uh, but sit tight for that. It's, uh, it's, we're doing a little bit of an overhaul of the website in order to be able to accommodate that. Uh, and um, make sure that that's all delivered yeah, just for streaming to, and download without any, to get in there it, just, without any hitches. There were some bugs I found in there when I was in there yeah, yesterday. Yeah, Seth's been in kinda, beta with it for the last couple yeah, of weeks. Just testing. I'm up in Silicon uh, the Valley, and we're just talking to the right people, VC, you know, talking to the right people. Um, come back for uh, episode 596. Yeah, and um, again, 55-inch. Uh, the homie Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, man. It's it's and Roy and it's Nick. It's funny to finish to watch twenty six and think. I think the first clips from the volume one are from maybe two thousand five. So you're really. You're and what are you looking at at the end of? Maybe two thousand. I want to say two thousand six or two thousand seven. I mean, you are really working within a, a few years, like twenty six volumes within just a couple of years, but from like a decade ago. Yeah. Which is just. Yeah, wild. Wild. Um, and it does have a flavor all its own because it really is, you know. I guess I I could, if I had the tools, I could I, I could do it again, but it would have a different flavor to it because it would be... Current. Be current. And well, so, yeah, and at that time it was... I, I mean, we're sort of in a... I mean, obviously things change all the time and, and a little bit of distance shows that so much clearer but i think what you're talking about that period of time was 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 a particularly sort of odd kind of uh uh media landscape yeah it was changing in a real way that there was a it was still it was still like you know cds and shit you know like it was still like dvrs the only thing that existed was tivo and that was like only it's futuristic it was very futuristic and then you were still like dubbing down to like you know vhs machines that you had in your house that were actively being used i mean it was still like everyone had a vcr and a dvd player oh you had to you know what i mean i mean how are you gonna watch it so i mean it's it is a particularly odd time because you're it's sort of like you're utilizing very new technology in order to capture current and also older stuff that was actually being played on television at that point because a lot of the stuff also is like you know you're capturing things from compilation shows that are covering stuff from the 80s and and 90s and stuff oh, which man. is really crazy i feel like i have West but it was nile like your first it. chance to to do something do like not, that all of the symptoms of west nile is what's going to happen to you when you watch this <laughs> Because you're going on a Don't journey. Worry. When watching these clips, I will tell you two things. You are not at a Corey Feldman concert. You do not have West Nile. You're in my mind. Good luck to you. Uh, come back next week for 596. You can call the voicemail 888-842-2357. Come and see us in San Francisco. Come to see us and please go to Patreon and pledge uh, so we can keep the show ad-free and we can keep doing it. And I'd like to, I'd like to get to 600 episodes. That'd be nice. And see what that's all about. I've heard a lot about that. In terms and in, in the realms of the unknown, that once a podcast gets Passes into the six hundredth, mysteries start to unlock. 
um, riddles inside of puzzles inside of chasms or such. I've heard. I've, so I've read. I've read. Seatbelts. Seatbelts.
Mm-hmm.